In Florida Ag Review for the week ending July 12th, the news this week is all about the House vote on the Farm Bill. It was by a narrow margin, but the U.S. House passed what was called a farm-only farm bill. Randall Wiseman has the report. The U.S. House of Representatives passed what was called a farm-only farm bill, H.R. 2642. After the debate on both sides of the aisle went back and forth, the final vote came in at 216-4-208 against. House Ag Committee Chairman Frank Lucas said the new Federal Agriculture Reform and Risk Management Act of 2013 saves taxpayers nearly $20 billion, including $6 billion in sequestration. The bill before us includes 11 of the 12 titles of H.R. 1947, as amended on the House floor last month. To recap, we adopted over 60 amendments in an open process. This bill gives taxpayers nearly $20 billion in savings in mandatory federal spending. It's the most significant reduction to farm policy in history. The bill represents or consolidates more, repeals I should say, or consolidates more than 100 programs administered by USDA, including direct payments to farmers. The bill also repeals outdated and unworkable permanent law and replaces it for the cost-effective and market-oriented provisions of the Title I going forward. But before the House even took it up, the Obama administration noted they were strongly opposed to H.R. 2642 as the president's senior advisors would recommend he veto the bill should it even come to his desk. After removing nutrition programs from the bill, next will be a conference between the Senate and House to meld one bill. Here is Gary Crawford from Washington, D.C. It was a debate in the House Thursday that had everything. Cheers! Booze, sometimes at the same time, and even laughs. It was all about first a move to strip the nutrition title away from the House Farm Bill, leaving only ag programs. Those two have been married in farm bills since 1965, but as a disgruntled Wisconsin lawmaker, Gwen Moore, put it, The House is filed for divorce. And it was granted, leaving the House to debate what Ag Committee Chairman Frank Lucas then called, The Farm Bill Farm Bill. And so the debate raged. What we have done is excluded some extraneous pieces which would cause the bill to fail. Imagine referring to the nutrition title of the farm bill as extraneous. Farm policy and food stamp policy should not be mixed. They should stand on their own merits. I believe the strategy of splitting the farm bill is a mistake. But mistake or no, the House passed the so-called farm bill, farm bill 216 to 208. This week at the White House, the President and First Lady talked about the role of vegetables in healthy eating and how and why they feel veggies have gained in popularity in recent years. President Obama's favorite vegetable is also revealed. Gary Cooper with Sandy Zimmerman have this report. This week at the White House, the President and First Lady talked about the role of vegetables in healthy eating and how and why they think veggies are becoming more popular. In this report from Cindy Zimmerman, President Obama's favorite vegetable is also revealed. The President of the United States gave a plug for the fresh produce industry at the second annual Kids State Dinner this week at the White House. You know, my my family, when they cooked vegetables, they would just like boil them. And they'd get all soft and mushy and nobody wanted to eat a pea or a Brussels sprout because they they tasted horrible because they were all mush. Uh, broccoli, you'd, 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 it'd be all mushy, and you know now I actually like vegetables because they're prepared right, and so you guys are getting a jump on things because you're figuring that, that out uh, earlier. President Obama later told a student reporter that his favorite food now is broccoli. 
Compare that to a previous president a few years back who ended up with a truckload of broccoli dumped at the White House after saying he didn't like broccoli. And so it goes. America's schools are poised to have vending machines and snack bars stocked with healthy choices. Gary Cooper has the report with Susan Carter from Washington, D.C. As schools around the nation are gearing up for another school year, some changes are in store for school cafeterias. Susan Carter has more. With the new Smart Snacks and School standards, students will have different snacks and beverages to choose from out of cafeteria snack bars and vending machines. We're moving away from sugary drinks and the sports drinks that contain a lot of sugar, the snacks that are high caloric with very little food value. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says of the new more healthy choices. The snacks would be limited to 200 calorie snacks. The uh, uh, entrees in the a la carte line would be limited to 350 calories. This is really designed to provide a consistent message in our schools as we deal with a growing obesity epidemic and a hunger issue that impacts too many of our children today. The new Smart Snacks in School standards draw on recommendations from the Institute of Medicine and existing voluntary standards already implemented by thousands of schools across the country. The changes go into effect at the start of the 2014 school year. Ashley Hughes with the Florida Beef Council wants ranchers across the state to know they are available to come to your county meetings to help those in your area learn more about what their beef checkoff dollars are doing. The Florida Beef Council wants to remind ranchers across the state that they are available to come to your county meetings to help those in your area learn more about what their beef checkoff dollars are doing. Ashley Hughes said that is something they did during the recent Florida Cattlemen's Association convention, but realizes that not everyone can make it to that event. During convention and during all of the Florida Cattlemen's quarterly meetings, we're providing Beef Council updates about the programs that are going on, the meetings that we've had, the direction that the Beef Council is going as decided by our board of directors. We want producers to know what's going on with those checkoff dollars. We can show you what we're doing, and we want to show you what we're doing and make sure that you agree with what we're doing. And Ashley explains what they talked about at the FCA convention. At convention, we gave a really great update about some of the most recent beef consumer research that's going on, some of the meetings that we've had, where we're hoping that beef is going to go in the next few months. If this is ever something that your county is interested in, just let me know. I'm more than happy to come talk to you about what's going on with the Beef Council. I can send over information. Cliff Coddington, the chairman, and I are always willing to come talk about what's going on with your beef checkoff dollars. You can contact Ashley at the Florida Beef Council office in Kissimmee at 407-846-4557 or learn more on their website at floridabeefcouncil.org. Eggs are pretty much a staple in most American households, but some adventurous consumers are branching out and replacing the traditional chicken egg. Here is Julie McPeak. Duck eggs. Well, eggs are pretty much a staple in most American households, but some adventurous consumers are branching out and replacing the traditional chicken egg with duck eggs. Duck egg producer John Metzer explains just some of the reasons why. Many people that are allergic to chicken eggs can eat duck eggs. They're also more nutritious, and many people feel they're better for baking. Plus, it's just something new and different and unique, and I think people like to try new and different things. Duck eggs are larger in size than their chicken counterparts with similar amounts of protein per 100 grams, but contain higher amounts of many vitamins and minerals, such as iron, B12, and potassium. And according to duck farmer Leslie Braben, another difference is the yolk. The yolk is bigger in relation to the white in a duck egg. So with chicken egg, you get a yolk and a white. With a duck egg, you get a yolk, capital Y, and then a white. 
So it'll be a little more yolkier in taste. But other than that, the taste is the same. It's more texture. According to Braven, the texture when cooked is often described as richer and creamier, as she suggests. You say, do a taste test, a blind test. Do one chicken egg and one duck egg and don't tell which is which and see which one he likes better. They come back nine times out of ten and just rave about the duck eggs. Just a note that one other difference is a more durable shell and harder membrane, requiring a bit more to crack it. So you may want to be careful of switching back and forth between duck and chicken eggs. Remember, you can find these stories along with all the big Southeast Agriculture reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Daniel Lee with Southeast Agnet's podcast.